Welcome to episode 37 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I am Jared Dobb. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? Good, good. Dark and early on a rainy Tuesday morning here in Ohio. How about you? Well, I think it's always dark in Ohio, but in Pennsylvania, the sun is shining. It is a beautiful day, and it's like 65 degrees, which is perfect. It is the sunshine state. Is it, though? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not the... See, our logo is Keystone State. (laughs) Hence my personal Instagram, Keystone Carry. See how that works? (laughs) I just like to throw out, you know, I'll, I'll say that like, you know, Mississippi's the... The windy state, Wind, I don't windy know. village. Yeah, they just throw out the wrong things to people because I'm an idiot. Well, most people just agree. Yeah, right? yeah, they do. Especially when I say I'm an idiot. Well, see, it's just funny though. You can kind of back people into a corner. They'll just assume because of I don't know. Maybe you have some prior knowledge or something that right. you you know that it. You know, Michigan is the land of ten thousand sand beds or something i don't know the thing is if you say anything confidently enough people will believe you yeah yeah so is the does that mean the podcast is like just phony no because we say no? it confidently but how confidently do we actually say it oh i'm confident <laughs> you? oh man i'm all in i'm all in too no for anybody listening we are not we're not putting on a phony show. We are actually showing you from our lens what we are seeing. <laughs> Sometimes it's phony. Sometimes it might be a little bit corny, phony, whatever. Yeah. Nah, not phony. So, dude, what's, uh, what's going on in your world? I know you were just spending some time with Pat Mack. Yeah. How'd that go? Awesome. That was an awesome trip. It was uh, – God was good, and he, he helped us – dodge some rain literally by minutes on a few times um like we were leaving the range thursday and as we're pulling out it starts throwing down um the second evening we're we're sitting out on this patio drinking beers chatting stuff and and it was it was kind of sprinkling on us um but it was warm enough and we It's kind of sprinkling on us, but it was it was warm enough, and we'd been on the range all day that it felt good. But then, as soon as we all kind of decide it's time to go, as soon as we get in the car, it just starts throwing down. So, you know, stuff like that is kind of funny. Yeah, um, it's funny how that works. But it it was great. I mean, we it it it, it was nice that we had done this before. We did this last year, so we all kind of had a better feeling for how things were going to go, and um. And since we worked with each other before, it, I don't know, it, it just made everything a lot, lot smoother. I feel like we had more fun. Uh, last year, I went into it um, like very planned out. Like, here's the shots I want to get. Just, just because my fear was that we drive down there, we get on the range with Pat McNamara, and then I'm like, so what do you want to do? You know, I don't want to, I don't want to think I'm wasting his time. <clears throat> so last year I came out with this list of what to do and and we had fun but um it wasn't really kind of toward the end of the day when we got through my shot list when when Pat kind of spoke up with a couple things 
And those things we probably had even more fun with because he was totally bought in on it. Right. So, um, you know, so this year it was, it, it, it was a little bit more, like I, I had some general ideas and we talked it through with him and got his, got, got his thoughts and, um, you know, so that just made those things more fun. And we also were able to help him create some content really just for him. There was one or two things that we did that really there was no Neomag um, spotlight on, but we were just happy to be able to help him create, you know, some good content and stuff, which is funny. We've only posted one video from it. Um, he has these things he's called Sunday Sermon. Okay. Um, usually they're like 30, 45 second uh videos where he kind of goes on about um something educational about your carry about being prepared just you know those sorts of things and uh and they always do really well he's been doing them for over a year now and so i, I kind of wanted to be in a sunday sermon so i had an idea um you know, it, you know, to stay true to the Sunday sermon, there needs to be um, a portion of it where it's the educational part, and it's when he's he's spitballing, and and then we kind of go into a funny thing, and, and basically, um, we end up peeing our pants—not real pee, but it looks like we pee our pants on camera. <laughs> like when he gives us this like sideways angry look and then it pans over to me and dusty looking terrified and then it pans down to our pants being wet and <laughs> um but it's been funny to see the comments be well because he just films his stuff with his phone and you know we're out there with a the 4k camera and mic and and stuff and i threw in a little bit of music uh bed underneath it <clears throat> and the comments on his well um some of the comments on his his post were people talking about how just you know that's about how good a quality it was and how how he's stepping up his game and stuff and some does him like man i wish we were closer because it'd be fun to help him you know consistently make new content and stuff but but anyway that that's kind of getting off track but uh but no we had a really good time and uh i'm actually halfway through editing our vlog on it's going to be a little bit longer vlog than usual because it's a whole weekend's worth of well it's like three days worth of of non-stop content so that's what i got to do after we're done here i got to finish editing that and get it up on our youtube channel by three so anyway let's listen to this the youtube uh video vlog from that should be up by the time you're listening to this nice yeah how many weeks in a row is that now for your youtube um, throwing you on the spot 12 13 something like that yeah that's a lot i know what you mean though anytime you're trying to do any kind of weekend or multiple day vlog especially if it's something special and it's not like a normal normal week in the life of whatever you're doing it, it gets difficult to try to compile everything in yeah, a way sure. that makes sense and is short enough and yeah yeah you know especially this because um, I try to give, well, just like if you go back and you watch our vlog from NRA weekend, um, which I think is some of the like longer 
kind of road trip type things. I try to give, I try to tell the story from leaving to getting back home and kind of give this whole, try to take you along on the trip with us type of thing. Right. Um, so it's going to be longer and I'm fine with that. And I kind of, I almost wish that I could split this up into two, but it doesn't, it wouldn't really work out that, that, that well doing this. Cause it's, it's three days and basically you have a leaving day, a day with Mac and then a going home day. You can't really split that up into two, but, uh, and then I'm looking forward to well, next week. I'm going to be on vacation all week. <clears throat> I'm not really sure what we're going to do. Uh, I hate to not put something up on YouTube. Well, next week, sorry, next week, this will be up. No. Anyway, uh, I got, I got to figure out what I'll do for YouTube next week, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it being longer because it's kind of like a special road trip edition. Did you ever watch Top Gear? Yes. I love, that's one of my all time favorite shows and the, well, the grand tour now, but you know, when they have their, their like road trip specials, those are always my favorite ones. And I kind of, I'm kind of doing the same idea where it's like, you see us getting up in the morning and funny things happening throughout. And then there's the main portion. So, but, uh, the coolest thing was honestly, uh, when we, when we were kind of breaking up, uh, on Friday night, and, uh, Matt gives us our bro hugs and he's like, he's like, man, I'm looking forward to next year. He's like, we we've done this twice. We got to do it again. So it was, it was cool to hear him. It, it just kind of reassured that he is having fun with this. And, um, I mean, he's a buddy of ours, so, but it was, but it was just still kind of reassuring to know that, that, that he was having fun with this and he wants us back again next year. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Those are the relationships that are really awesome to build, you know, and yeah. not just from selling a product standpoint. I mean, that's ultimately you're, you're building the relationship and you're having the opportunity to do content together. People know who Pat is. So there, there's definitely that aspect, but then just befriending people in the industry and then being able to do joint stuff together, help each other out. is pretty cool. Yeah. I just, I was, I was telling Dusty on the drive, I don't know, there back or something, but and just it's so crazy the opportunities that this job has opened up i mean i like if i wasn't doing this and i had the opportunity to go down to north carolina and, and hang out with pat for a few days and shoot guns and stuff like that i mean i would have tripped over backwards to do that and now it's part of my job and it's part of what i get to do and it's just so awesome what the opportunities that this job's opened up yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it, it comes organically over time as you're starting to meet new people, as your name is getting out there, it becomes less awkward and less weird even approaching these people. I've noticed that over the last couple of years. Um, you know, at first I was super shy to approach someone like that, or you know, even if you did approach them, they're like, Oh, you're TA targets. Who the heck is that? You know, or Keystone carry what I don't know who are you, you know, and it, it takes that, it takes those years to kind of build up that reputation that yes, we have a solid product. We're good people. We do business well. And then it's kind of it just, I've noticed for me organically, I've just made these friends in the industry that now I could call up at any time and 
set up a range day with any number of them. Um, now, unfortunately due to my schedule and I know you're in the same boat, you can only do so much. Yeah. And that's a killer but, now. So I'm like, man, there's, there's so much I wanted to do this year. Like I was really hoping to get a California trip together this year. I've been so last year, me and Dusty were talking about how we're going to do a California trip this year. And just it's the year got booked up <clears throat> and it's half gone now. And it's more than half gone now. And I, and looking at the rest of my year, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be able to squeak out even like a two night trip or something. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. It just, the opportunities that, that, that comes up and, and, uh, and how fast time goes. Yeah. If I wanted to, and I really had the freedom to do it, I could book out every weekend throughout the year and just have somebody different in the industry to hang out with. And I might repeat with a couple people, but um, you know, obviously it's not just my business that makes that not possible. I have my family at home and right, everything. Exactly. I don't want to be traveling all over the place. So for you know anyone listening, it's not just the business holding that back. Nope. My little kiddos are just too small to be dragging all over creation right now. Yeah. And to be leaving them every other weekend. Right. Yes. And that's, that's my thing is I'm looking at, look at the rest of my schedule and, and I've only got a handful of, of events coming up, but when I look at then family event things coming up, which is only a handful, but then you also want some weeks off in between that. If you're, if it's work trip, family trip, work trip, family trip, every other weekend, you know, burn yourself out. So yeah, there's, there's only so much you can fit in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. There's so many people that, that have thrown out invites. Hey, if you want to come, come out here, you got a place to stay type of thing. And that I would kill to go and, take advantage of maybe soon maybe someday so maybe that's hopefully next year that's the forward thinking stuff you know trying to plan that out and that's what that encourages me because obviously i want to have my hands involved in all of this stuff in, in the the minute stuff and you and i've kind of i don't know i feel like we're beating a dead horse with that but it's so important to just reiterate is that i think a good business owner is going to plan forward to the point where they can offload that work from their plate and get good people in place so that they can do the things we're talking about right now because there's such a value in networking with all of these different individuals in our industry and it's hard to put a dollar amount to it because again you know with what you're doing with pat mac you're not necessarily going there to sell x amount of product you know what i mean this is relationship building Mm-hmm. And yes, the content comes out of it and the relationship grows and you get reach out of it. You help to kind of cross market. So it is hard for, for me in those instances to put a dollar amount value on it, but it's so much bigger than that for me. Um, so it, yeah, it was cool seeing, you know, I knew you guys were heading down there and I just wanted to touch base and see how that went. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for, <clears throat> for a lot of the content to come out that we made, uh, we showed him the new product and he, he loved it. So we got to make a bunch of content with him for the new product coming out, which man, that's going to be amazing to, to post this new product and Pat Mac using it and endorsing it. So nice. I'm super excited for, uh, for what's, you know, for what's to come. So speaking of what's to come, we are actually a little bit more than halfway through the year. Now I kind of wanted to do at the halfway mark, do a, mid-year recap but uh it just it hasn't worked out so 
we're after the halfway year now. So how did uh? Just a little bit. I mean, we're not that far. <laughs> uh, so how did your uh? How's the year going so far for you? If you were to look back, uh, what would you say as far as kind of what you had, what your hopes and dreams were for the first half and what happened? Well, you know, I as I'm thinking about the 2019 year so far, I'm going to admit that I have not been as structured in 2019 as 2018. 2018, I feel like I went into it. Man, I had I had my goals written out really clear. I was going throughout the year and making sure that I'm I'm doing my best to meet those goals. 2019, I started out that way and things just went crazy. Things blew up on our end and we just got so swamped with we went through spells with orders that we've never seen. Um so then as you know, as things start to pick up speed, your months just you know your days turn to weeks, weeks to months and all of a sudden here we are. So I really want to hone in on some of my goals going forward through the rest of 2019 just so I can make sure that I'm staying on track because the times that I'm not actually writing down where I want to go, I still end up moving forward, at least in in my past with TA targets. We haven't ever gone backwards, but I look back and I realize, man, I could have been a little more focused on those couple things and then had a better impact um, on what was going on. So that, that would kind of be my criticism for myself. Um, but I think we have done extremely well with maintaining that quality product over the first half of this year, even though we're under immense stress. Um, we worked on partnerships. We've reached out to other people and formed friendships like you were doing with Pat Mack. Um, so there's a lot of different things that we've done well there. And then I've built a ton of relationships with different companies in the industry who do different things than us, but are in the same industry. So I feel like the networking side of it and what people see of the company is doing really well going into 2019. I just, I know that for the next half of the year, I've got to hone in and really refocus, which is why I'm excited that we're talking about this stuff today because I'm making notes and yeah. Yeah. Same here. Make sure that I, I'm accountable to what we're talking about. But what about you? What do you, what do you think of when you're looking back on the first half of this year? So it's a, uh, it's, it's interesting and almost impossible to try to compare this year to last. Last year was just such a huge year with with a lot of big changes. We moved into a new shop, um, hired Dusty, got a CNC machine, um, was able to prepare and then drop a new product in January. Um, yeah, so last year was just was a it was a monumental marker in the business. Um, so comparing the, you know, this year, last year, um, it, it, it's just different. We've had a lot of really cool things happen this year. Um, as I think about things that I, that I would have had as goals in January to do the first half of the year that I didn't do, uh, you know, like I think about, I wanted to, have some new displays 
engineered and made up for dealers. Haven't even touched it. Um, you know, th there are certain things that I wanted to get to that I didn't, but when I think about some of the things that we have done this year, you know, you know we're getting ready to release another product, which I didn't, my goal in January was to have another product out, like one product out later this year. Um, I think we're going to have two this year, which would, which would be awesome. Um, uh, I, I hired another part-time person, which is a, which has been a big, big step and a big help. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, so it's been, it, it's been a really cool year. Um, just being able to just keep going and not, you know, let me get my thoughts together. So sometimes when you know when you when you have a year full of those big things, CNC machines and and moving and stuff like that, it's hard to focus on <clears throat> all those little things that need to happen. And that's kind of how last year was. And this year, I feel like I'm really able to um, focus on on just growing the company and focus on on the relationships and. And that sort of thing. So, um, you know, it, it's been a really good, good, for, good first half of the year. And when I look at, here's the other thing I'm learning. When I look at, I kind of our, our sales numbers and stuff through the first half of the year and comparing it to last year. There's one thing I'm learning. I can't. <laughs> it's pretty unpredictable. Like there's there's some basic trends, but. Um, you know, you know, when I look at the tracking last year and I compare it to this year, there's not really a whole lot that's the same, uh, which is both good and bad. It's good because next year when I want to compare it to this year, I can tell myself that eh, you can compare if you want to, but you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to like, you know, look at this month and compare it to last month. And if it's up or down, be able to be worried because the next month could be up one last year that month was down so um well, like we were talking last month about about how june is usually a down month well june ended up ended up being a, a big month for us whereas last year that was i think our lowest month so we'll just see how that trends yeah. out the rest of the year it's funny. yeah that's that's kind of the story of it and i've noticed that um, there's definitely patterns that have formed from I'll say the things that are consistent from what we've done, I can look back on 2019 and 2018 and know that, okay, when I put my energy and effort into this and I did that consistently over the last two years, I can see results from that, which is neat being able to map that over the last four years, but there's definitely, I'll give you this. So there's opportunities that come up for us every month. There's something big and you're looking at this year versus last year. Well, we weren't on the radar of massive police departments or large ranges last year. Now we are. So there's, I mean, there's so many revolving parts to this that change the numbers at the end of the year. Um, but it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And the thing that I felt the most over the 2018 year coming into the first half of 2019 was I had way more, a, a way more of a feeling of freedom this year. And the reason I'm saying that is just everything from finances to um, the travel we're doing, 
the opportunities we've taken because I'm not scheduling myself around a show a month. And some months we were doing two shows last year. And I just, because of the stress of being away from our families and the financial cost of doing all of that last year, 2018 was extremely stressful in a lot of aspects. And this year we went into it with a totally different mindset. And regardless of how the numbers land at the end of the year, I'm just so happy that we did that at least for this year because of the amount of freedom and the other stuff that I've been able to focus on because of that. Um, although I feel like this year's going by way too quick and I feel like it's a massive blur. I know that when I get into 2020, looking back on 2019, this is going to be seen as a pivotal year for TA targets. Um, and then everything else that I've got going on, you know, it's, it's all, it's all been able to be grown and I've had more opportunities to explore than ever before. And that could be, you know, I'm talking about products. I'm talking about different ideas of how to expand the business. And in 2018, all I was thinking of was how are we going to pay for this show? When are we traveling? How much time am I away from family? And man, I'm sick of driving. And that's what I, <laughs> that's what my, my 2018 year felt like. Yeah. I can't imagine. Well, that, that kind of goes back to if you always have something big going on, it's hard to pay attention to all the all the other opportunities and the little stuff. And I can't imagine being on the road once or twice a month at, you know, for a show every month that would, yeah, that would drain me. Yeah. You know, honestly, this is where it becomes the conversation of where are you at in your life? Because if I was a single guy and you know, I didn't have a wife and kids, the traveling to me would look different. You know, how I feel about it would be totally different. Yeah. But depending on your stage of life, that just may not be possible. You know, I've, when you've got toddlers at home that all they want to do is spend time with their mommy and daddy. And then you're, you're kind of uprooting yourself once a month, at least it, it becomes a very, um, not only stressful, but emotional thing. You know, these kiddos that are relying on you and my wife's bit was super supportive and was behind me the whole time and understood what we were trying to do. Uh, but she is also very grateful that when I disappear now for a couple of days, it's because it's something number one, valuable to the co to the company and fun. You know, yeah. when I've been going on trips like with you and Dusty out to Ohio, that was a blast. I had a lot of fun with, with doing that, but then it was also, there were benefits to doing that. Our company had opportunities that came out of the networking from some of these things we've done. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's maintaining that balance. And I know that going into 2020, the things that I'm looking to do are a little different than 2019, but still trying to maintain that little bit of freedom um, that, that I've experienced this year is going to be critical. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's, um, you know, I, I was, I was getting ready to go to, I was all packed up and pretty much getting ready to, to leave last week and and my mind was looking forward to the and thinking about the about the trip what we're going to do when we get there and stuff and then I, I go back in the house to say goodbye to everybody and my youngest like you know she jumps up in my arms or just wraps herself around me and that kind of brought me back down to earth a little bit and I'm like you know what this yeah. is like yeah you know, so I was like you know what we can wait 10 minutes 
and I sat down on the couch and just talked to her for a while. And um, it just kind of like I needed that really. And she needed that too, but just kind of bring me back down to you know, the right now and what needs to be done right now, instead of just always focusing on what I want to be doing a couple of days from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I couldn't imagine at, at this stage and the age of my kids and stuff being gone, being gone any more than what I am. So, yeah. Cause I mean, ultimately we're business owners because we want to take a different path. We have a calling to, to grow these businesses and explore a realm that most people don't get into, but we don't want to do that at the cost of sacrificing years with our family. Cause these are some pivotal, pivotal years in our kids. And yes, I want to change the outlook of my life. Yes. I want to do things differently than anybody else in my family. I'm, I mean, really in my family, I'm the first one that has a legitimate business. I mean, we've had, family members that do side things and projects like that, but I'm really the only business owner in my family. So obviously there's that aspect. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's cool, but I don't want to, I have to self check and make sure I'm not missing out on uh, my kiddos who every, I swear every week, their personalities are just coming out more and more and more mm-hmm. the stuff they're saying. It's getting, they're getting to that funny phase where, um, uh, the things that they're saying is just hilarious. It makes me laugh so much, the stuff that they come up with. So I, I definitely don't want to miss out on that. Um, yeah, and the flip side is like yesterday I got to take my son to, he just started ta- uh, he just started Taekwondo. And so yesterday I left early and, and, you know, took him to Taekwondo and I got to watch him do that. And so it, it, I tend to kind of compare things to, I'm like, well, if I had a eight to five, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be home. I won't be able to do this anyway. Or, you know, I would, I would already be gone doing this if I was working an eight to five. So if I'm gone now doing it, you know, it, you know, so I, I kind of compare things a lot of times to, Oh, if I had a eight to five, my time commitment would be this. Um, so Anyway, it, you know, it, you know, so when I think about, you know, I get to take Liam to uh, a Taekwondo and I get to be there for that where normally I wouldn't be, you know, to me, it kind of offsets being gone, um, you know, sometimes too. So I try to, I do try to make up for, uh, for the time I'm gone and I'm thankful that I have the ability to do so. It's, it's, it's stressful because it, it, it's, it is stressful at the same time because I'm, because there, there's a part of me in the back of my head's like I'm leaving early to go and do this, and I was gone from the shop most of last week, and there's stuff that needs to get done. But um, you know, but after I go and do that, I'm thankful that I did. And then I was just up till midnight last night working, you know, when everybody's sleeping. So just being being flexible with my time and making sure that I put I put time and energy where it needs to be spent is good. Yeah. That's all the learning curve. And I, and I also, I think I let the guilt sometimes of, and what I mean by guilt is the, the self pressure I put on myself of, Oh, well, if you're not, if you're not there present and you're not fully focused, then you're not being effective. And I, I let that kind of flow into my, um, 
my ability to do what you just said, you know, kind of pack up early and, and head out and go do things, something with the family. That's a, something special that I wouldn't have been able to do with my normal job. Um, and, and looking forward, that's one of my goals with the business is to have more freedom um, as I build out our team. And I don't want to micromanage stuff. I don't want to have my hand in, in every little aspect and be breathing down the necks of the people that are underneath us. But, you know, we're just not at the point yet where we have a team built out. It's an exciting journey yet. There's so much stuff coming and trying to plan and, and forecast out. But I mean, that's kind of where we were headed with this is kind of forecasting the second half of this year. So I thought maybe we should touch on that and see if, uh, see if we have any specific goals or anything, or just even some objectives that maybe, maybe you're working towards. Yeah. This is what I've been thinking about um, as well. So I've got, I've got a few events coming up this year and um, one I can think of top of my head I've, I've not done before. Um, we're going to be at the Iraqi veteran eight, 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 eight range day, which I've always seen footage of last year. I had, I, I was able to get an invite, but it was the same time as I think I was on vacation. So this year it worked out a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that's down in Georgia, I think in October. So I'm looking forward to going down for that. Um, and that could be a huge networking opportunity. There's a ton of, of uh industry and influencers there so i'm looking forward to that and uh you know it's gonna be it's gonna be second half obviously we're in second half now but when uh i've got at least one new product coming out and uh and there's still a lot of work that needs to be done for that 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 i have on a list and then keeps getting pushed back and i think I think I I would like to be further along than we are now getting ready for uh, for Christmas season because believe it or not that's going to be here before we know it and if we're not prepared that could be a that can be a really stressful time of the year and I want that to be a really easy time of the year so those are kind of you know some of the big things that I'm looking out towards um, you know right now like I, I don't really have any big goals that I'm kind of working towards, which is both kind of good and bad. It's nice to not have the stress of, of a huge, what do you call it? A big, hairy, audacious goal. Big, hairy, audacious goal. Your BHAG. BHAG. I don't really have a BHAG right, right now at this, this time. I mean, I think I do, but they're, but but they are, I mean, I do, but they're more, they're so big and hairy that they're not something that um, I have steps in place of right it. now. You don't yeah, want to touch it. It's too hairy. <laughs> 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 no, I get it. I, I, as we were sitting here, I'm, I'm really spinning my head around figuring out what are my goals. And last week, and I didn't even, I didn't even touch on this in the beginning, but last week we had, uh, we really kind of dove into the discussion. Are we ready to buy a piece of equipment? And Greg, I was texting you about that. And I was texting a couple other people just trying to 
speak words out loud to try to think about whether or not it makes sense. Cause the, the thing that we're running into is just trying to keep up with our sales volume and then forecasting that forward with a couple other relationships on building plus some new products that are coming out. It's going to get difficult for us with our space personnel and equipment to maintain the short lead times that we have committed to with our products. And so we, we're just still, you know, one of my goals is clarity around that, trying to figure out what are we going to do around that? Because we will within the year hit capacity on our table at the rate that we've been growing. So trying to figure that out and then going back and forth debating between, is it time for a piece of equipment? Do we wait? Um, because I mean, Greg, you know, the cost of equipment, it's massive and there's risk involved in it. And, you know, so working through something like that, which I've never had to do before has been difficult and stressful. And, and I just, I'm hoping over the next six months to be able to find clarity around that. Um, ultimately we've decided to hold off on a piece of equipment right now. Um, and have explored other options and found other people that can help us out with laser cutting when we hit those volume peak points. And um, it's, it's kind of a weird feeling to think that at times we're going to have to outsource certain processes just to keep up when we have up to this point kept everything on hand. Yeah. So well, there's, there's definitely pros and cons with that. Yeah, the con is just not done in house, and you don't you don't have control over over all that stuff. But the pro is, man, you don't have to deal with all of it either. You just issue yeah. a PO, and then you get it in, and you write a check. And and we, the company, I I don't know. Did you see my little card holder here that we have? Oh, nice. So that's cut out and I, nobody else is seeing this, but I'm holding this little card holder. So we, we showed up at this company that's only about an hour away. They have 13 Trump lasers in house and they are, they just outsource cutting. Um, and they've been trying to find somebody with volume like ours to fill up their 12th and 13th table. So essentially the lead times for us would be, just a couple days and it's close enough. We could drive a flatbed out with skids and pick up product. So there's benefits to that relationship and it's not going to cut everything that we have, but certain products that are extremely high volume in volatile times, we now have access to those, those tables to help us keep the short lead time. Cause ultimately that's one of our biggest priorities is making sure that, our customers are getting their products quickly because in the steel target market, it is so typical for you to buy something and wait a month until you're getting your product. Yeah. We just, I, I don't like doing business like that. And so we're exploring options for that. And the second thing is our conversations among the owners of TA targets has been build out our sales team at this point. And I have two gentlemen that we're going to be interviewing to bring on board sometime, hopefully the end of this year um, to help offload some of the marketing uh, for off of my shoulders, some of the selling uh, 
Nice. So there's a lot of stuff going on and trying to, I don't know, just find the path for all of that. But at, at this point we have the brand recognition that I know if I have people helping me share the load of speaking the message of TA targets, we are going to continue massive growth. Um, but I'm also looking at that because I want to buy that fiber laser, that 10 kilowatt that would just set us up to do crazy stuff going into the future. So there's, there's a lot of steps that we're laying out. So there's, there are some pretty big goals for me and our guys here going into the end of the year, but um, there's other small ones too. You know, I'm looking at trying to maintain focus in the social media realm and get out those weekly YouTube videos and make sure that I'm putting out really legit content on Instagram. And those are areas that when I get busy, they fall back. And when those fall back, I notice that my reach and impact on other people falls back. Yeah. So it's, it's juggling. I feel like, I feel like you're juggling swords, but nobody ever taught you how to juggle swords. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. they just threw yeah. six swords at you quick and you're like, Hey, try to try to juggle these things, but watch out for the sharp pointy end. Yeah. You know, it, and I think about, um, you know, some of the things that, that I also had in January didn't have planned for this year, like YouTube. I, I, that wasn't even on my radar for what I'd be focused on this year. And, and now it's a big focus for this year. Um, I'm going to give YouTube like a year and see if it, uh, see if it, uh, if it truly is something I need to, I need to keep going for, which I'm only like 13 weeks into or something now, but it's going to go fast. Um, but it does take a lot of time. And when I think about, you know, what else could I be doing with that time? Uh, that could potentially be just as, if not more successful and lucrative. So yeah, when you're, you know, when you're a small business like this, you, you know, you really have to to uh, sit back and look at what you're, what you're spending the little time you have on. And if it's, if it truly is what you should be using your time for. And you know what one of the worst parts about that is? Oftentimes as a small business owner, you're making decisions and you don't know what's coming until after you've made the decision. Yeah. You're trying to prioritize your time and trying to experiment. I'm going to put some time over here and I think I'm going to do this. Here's one of my goals for that. And then the risk is you find out, oh crap, it wasn't worth it. So what could I have been doing my, you know, spending all that time doing? Um, but you know, I, I think, I think it's, we have to be cautious not to put too much weight on ourselves too, because you just don't know. You're, I mean, YouTube takes time to grow. We all know that it, it is yep. a, it is a behemoth. It, it takes so long to grow, but once you have that reach on YouTube, the impact you can have is massive. Yeah. So, you know, the potential, but yeah, I get it. It's, it's that balance of trying to fi find new things. And then there are tried and true things that you've learned over the last four years that, you know, are ultimately driving the business forward as well. So if, you know, so in January or the end of December, when we have a, when we do our podcast, uh, like a year end recap, um, what's one or two things that in January you're going to want to be able to go back and say, okay, in, in July, this is, 
this was a goal or this was something that I wanted to do and okay, now it's January and we did it. Or I guess, you know, what's a goal that you could say right now or something that you want to say that, you, that you've accomplished you know, come the end of the year? One of, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without, I'm just gathering my thoughts. So one of the obvious things is I want to, in our business, be very far ahead at the end of the year. And I'm, I'm talking finances and we're on, I mean, th this year has had more flexibility than ever before. So obviously profit, especially for a young, younger startup, isn't the only factor to be looking at, but it's very important. Um, obviously if your company's not profitable, they're, <laughs> you're only going to go so far. Um, so from finances, there's metrics that I have in place that I, if I hit those, I'm going to be extremely excited. Um, the other thing is just more or less self-check, self-motivation, you know, making sure that I'm attaining the things I'm capable of. And that's hard for me to put a metric on it. And so I, I don't think I could tell you these are the five things. I, I guess I could. If I after the podcast, I could probably write down these things and try to go into detail, but on the spot, I just want to make sure that I feel like I did an effective uh, or I was effective throughout 2019. And that's kind of like a heart thing for me. Yes, you can see the numbers and all that stuff, but um, those are things like maintaining my focus, making sure that when I feel like I'm stuck, which happens to me probably a couple times a month where I feel like I backed up against the wall. I'm like, I don't even know what to do right now um, or where to put my time that I'm kind of working through all of that stuff. Um, so I don't, I, that's tough. I, I don't know. Why don't you give some of yours and maybe I'll have some legit ones to throw at you. Well, it, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this kind of simple too. And I, and you said something that I just wrote down that I think was, um, was going to be a goal. So I've, I got a business goal and a personal goal. And personal goal is a thing that you, you had said something that, that, that kind of sparked this thought. Um, I need to start putting time into like my health and fitness. That's something that I've let go um, that I've put on the back burner for the sake of putting effort into the business and stuff. And so um, I need to start putting time into me and making sure that I'm, that I'm healthy and I'm getting the exercise and stuff. And I need to do that regularly. It's not been, it's not been very regular uh, since, you know, since early I went full time. So that's the me thing. And I'm already kind of starting to look at a few things for that. Um, and the other thing is, one of my goals that I think is necessary for growth in my business is to increase our, our products, our, our product line. Um, just to be realistic, the Neomag probably isn't always going to be the, the, the big sustainable product it is now. I mean, I don't know, maybe it still has a lot of room to grow and expand, but I also don't know that either. You know, you know, Maybe it has peaked or whatever. So um, I'm kind of looking forward in the fact that I need some more products and stuff. So 
if in January, if I can look back and say, okay, I've released uh, one new product and and I've got a solid uh, process on an, on another product or two, I would be really happy with that. And uh, and in, I, I've got these two or three other products that that uh, that I feel like are really good ideas. I'm just, I'm just having a really hard time with the engineering side of it and and making it do everything that I want it to do. So if I can get those, if I can get like one of those things figured out and be ready for another product launch in January, like I did to the Rask in January, uh, I would be, I'd be really excited about that. And right now I feel like that's, that's a pretty lofty goal just because I have been working on these other products for so long and I still don't feel like I'm, I'm there with them yet. So, uh, and, and to be realistic, if I'm going to have something launched in January, man, I need those things to be flushed out pretty soon here. So I have yeah. time to proto it and test it and get, and get ready for a launch. So, uh, again, I feel like that's a pretty lofty goal, but that's, but that's one that I would be really excited about and I would be really proud of myself come January. So, I might be kicking myself in January for making that a goal, but we'll see. I yeah, and that sparked an idea for me too. And I would also say that that would be one of my goals as well because I've had this product we call the Arachnid. We've been, I've showed you pictures of that probably a year ago. Yeah. And Ethan and I are actually burning the last final revision. I've revised this thing probably ten times. That's the one benefit of having all this time thinking about it. I'm, my wheels are like figuring out all these other things that we could change on it. Uh, but the, uh, anyway, we're, we're making the last prototypes can get painted. We're going into photography with that. Hopefully next week before we head out to that Ohio range day. And then I'm hoping to release that strategically sometime soon. I mean, we also have other products coming that are going to be, if all goes well, I'm looking at my calendar. We're looking at black Friday. So I think I'm going to put that as one of my things too, that I would feel like this whole year was successful. Um, I already feel like it is, but I, I would feel like it's even more successful if I could get these products released before the end of the year. Um, or at least have a game plan to release them into 2020. Um, that that would be a big deal for us. Um, because I know what, I can't say I know, but I'm very confident what's going to happen as soon as we release the next two products onto the market. And I think that people are going to receive them very well. So, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm so motivated to, to, to grow just because I do have those BHAG, those big, hot, hairy, audacious goals and they're, and it's a bigger shop and more employees and another CNC machine like that. To me, that's such a huge goal. Um, and there's a bunch of little steps that need to happen before that. And I think those more important steps towards something like that is, is more products, um, yeah. more successful products. And so I, I've, I feel the pressure to, uh, to keep growing and getting more products out so that 
those those goals that I do have down the road can happen. So I, I've kind of got that goal. It's yeah. a blurry, it's a blurry goal out on the horizon, um, and it's it, it's not something that I necessarily have that I've put on my shoulders right now, but it's something that I see on the horizon, and and that there's a lot to do to before I get there. Let me ask you this, just real quick, because I know we're probably getting up to time where we'll, we'll have to wrap up. But yeah. when you're looking at that, your big, hairy, audacious goals, you're looking at your performance of the company. Can you, is there ever a struggle for you between being patient and being driven? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, there's, I am a patient person, but I'm also very impatient with a lot of things. And, um, and I feel like, um, I feel like I'm too patient in this and in this area, as far as like getting these products done now. And this is something I was just telling Dusty. I was like, I feel like if I would have sat down a year ago and closed myself in an office with a computer, I'd probably have a half a dozen products out now, but I keep letting these things go on the back burner because there is so much stuff that needs to be done right now. And I keep letting these things that I see in my shop and need done, um, push these other products and these other ideas and other goals, uh, get pushed on the back burner. So, um, I, I actually feel like I, I need to be more, uh, impatient I, or if you want to put it that way I need to work harder at at uh I, I, I'm working on these other ideas and stop letting these things that I see in front of me right now distract me yeah that's something I if anybody's going to critique me it's usually um, whether it's business partners or friends or family I, I've had people tell me you know when they see that I'm stressed because um, cause I'm driven. I, I want to achieve my goals, but I've had people criticize me and say, you just need to be patient. And I think there's a, and that's what I wanted to, you just kind of sparked that thought in my head. And maybe we should go into that as a topic sometime, but just, uh, knowing when, um, uh, so, sometimes people justify inaction by patience. And that's yeah. what, that's where I was headed with that is, um, making sure that I don't justify um, my, my lack of moving forward and then say to somebody, well, you know what? I'm just patiently, you know, sitting here. Right. I don't, I just, there's a balance there. And then um, sometimes it can, it, I have conflicts between my drive and my um, pressure to be patient. Cause I think there's an ultimate plan for my life. I, I think that I've been trusted to, be at a steering wheel, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I think there's an ultimate plan to what I'm doing. So there is an aspect of patience there, but I don't want to be lazy either. So I don't know. I'll just leave that with people listening to this and maybe we can get into that sometime. Yeah. I, yeah, my, my brain's turning now. I think there is, I think there's a difference between, um, patience and, um, Oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know. It, yeah, there's there's a balance there. Um, the other thing I'm thinking, I mean, th there is a lot of stuff that needs to happen right now. And if I don't do what happened 
if I don't do what needs to happen right now, there isn't going to be right <laughs> anything to do later because because I'm going to let it. I'm Your doors will it. be shut. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's balance there, and there's um, there's just I think we I just I was talking about this last week, or just man, you've only got I've only really got five five full days a week to work on on stuff, and and there's a lot of things that that are set that happen during those days. So, um, times are so limited and constantly making choices on what needs to happen right now is, is what's going to make the difference between moving forward and, and staying where you're at. So, yeah, well, that's, that's the journey and that's why we're forging it. We are, we're forging every day. Sweet. Hey, well, I think we're probably, at that time again yep you want to close us out for this episode sure if uh if you would like to get a hold of us um you can join us in our facebook group you can go to forging the journey hit the invite we'll be glad to to let you in um follow us on instagram forging the journey email is forging the journey at gmail.com if you'd like to find our businesses you can find me at the neomag on facebook and instagram uh, find us on YouTube. I would love to, to, to have more of you guys join me on, on, on YouTube and, and follow the journey that, that I'm forging there. And for Jared, you can follow Where him. Is that? Where, what's YouTube? Uh, what, I think our YouTube is, uh, Neomag USA or the Neomag USA. If you just search Neomag, you'll, you'll uh, find it. You'll find it there. Cool. Just wanted to make sure you plugged yourself there. Yeah. And then, uh, for, TA targets where can they find you yeah so if you want to see content and all that good stuff we're obviously on Facebook we post most of our content on Instagram you can always check out our website and jump on the newsletter because I do try to put out newsletters every month and then if you're interested in what I do outside of just steel targets if you're looking at photography or whatever else I'm getting into my diesel jeep projects and all that other crazy crap I get into uh, just type in keystone carry and you can type that in on Instagram or YouTube and you'll find my content. Good deal, man. Well, uh, we'll see how next week goes. Like I said, I'll be, I'll, I'll be in PA on vacation. So I would like to try to still record with you. But if you don't hear from me, it's because of that. And Jared's going to have to pull something out. And yeah, I'll just put it together. I'll figure it out. Jared will just read a book to you or something. Today we're going to read chapter 12 of Forging the Journey book. Actually, yeah, maybe someday. (laughs) All right, all, thank you so much for listening. Listen this far. We we truly do appreciate you. Uh, Share this podcast with somebody. If you know somebody who you think would be, could have some interest in this, please share. Leave us a review. That helps a lot. Yes, uh, With that... Let's get going, buddy. We gotta get to work. Sweet. See ya. See ya.